Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Tuesday, July the 16th, 2013. This is episode number 140 of Purple Mafia. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, along with Double Twist for Android devices. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is great to be back once again for Purple Mafia. It has been quite a long time, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize for the delay, for the hiatus, but I guess it's just one of those deals. I got real busy with lawn cleanups back in May, (laughs) since we didn't get to start until May, and then got real busy trying to catch up with all the other work that follows that, like cutting lawns and stuff. It rained way too much. And then I just got to a point where, like, you know, I just want to relax. I'm tired. I just want to enjoy my summer. And I'm still enjoying it, by the way. Uh, except for the, the extreme humidity that's rolled in the past few days. <laughs> As you might know, the throws you around the area. Um, but here I am. I'm finally back. Finally back. Apologize again for the long delay. It's just I just wanted to stay away for a while after, you know, after, after we got caught up a bit with the lawns and such. So it's just one of those things. But I'm back. And, uh, yeah, I'm here to hopefully bridge the gap with this show to to the next, which will be the training camp preview. So, training camp preview, my annual deal that I do, where I break down the positions and I talk about, uh, well, guys that are on the bubble, guys that are obviously, I mean, the ones that are obviously going to make it, we don't talk about too much, and guys that are long shots, blah, 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 stuff like that. It's just something I like to do every year, and I do enjoy, uh... I do enjoy that show. Every year, Training Camp Preview 2013 will be the title of episode number 141. But this one, well, is it is what it is, catching up. We have a few things that have happened since the last show, including the... I mean, not, not like a whole lot, nothing groundbreaking, but then again, I guess you could say it is groundbreaking, <laughs> which is what they're going to be doing with the new stadium come October 2013. They will have a groundbreaking, and they'll finally get it started. Uh, we have a new design, to, finally, <laughs> which, yeah, was like right after the previous episode it came out. I was going to do a new episode and talk about it, and I just never did. So, yeah, the new design, you'll finally hear me talk about it on the show. It's pretty cool, I think. It's kind of strange, but it's cool. Uh, of course, we're going to catch up to all of you on Facebook. Not all so much going on. Maybe those of you out there enjoying your summer as well and also probably stayed away since I didn't since I wasn't posting Jack Squat and I do apologize for that. I, I really do. I think I should have been more active even though I wasn't doing the show. So gotta be more active on the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash purple mafia show is how you get to that site. Simply go there, 
click like, and there you go. Basically, like Purple Mafia on Facebook, or Purple Mafia Show on Facebook <laughs> would be nice. Also, Twitter, follow that, at Purple Mafia Show for that. There is a call-in line. I haven't heard a call-in for quite a while since the regular, pretty much since the, uh, after the season a little bit, I believe. Maybe State of the Vikings there was a little bit. Uh, it's 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is, of course, Purple Mafia. And, of course, I'm your host, Joey Wygen, or Paladino Joey. As Dylan Richardson was so kind <laughs> enough to introduce me at the beginning of the show, way at the beginning. That was the voice you heard there was Dylan Richardson, who is the creator and executive producer of thesportstuff.com, which has hosted Purple Mafia Show for over five years, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that crazy? Been in this business or <laughs> or volunteer? But no, I know it's not necessarily volunteer. It's just something I enjoy very much doing. Hopefully, we can c- turn into a, a business of some sorts at some point. Sponsors out there, I'm waiting by the phone or by the email address or whatever. <laughs> yeah, those of you out there, hey, you can also add me on Facebook. I'm Joey Awajan. You can see my name on the um, on the iTunes or on the Facebook, or I mean on the sportsstuff.com or on the Facebook page. I'm sure you can see it on there as well. Yeah, you can, you're welcome to add me if you want to. I, I, I don't bite. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, let's just get to that right now. Posts by others and such. Uh, let's start a bit with... Sorry for the racket here. Uh, well, Chris Cluey was released. I think, I don't think we actually talked about it on the previous show. I think, I think, yeah, it, the news broke the same day, so I think, I think I talked about it. I haven't listened back to that show in quite a while. I, I like to listen back just for quality control, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, and it's just like to see how well I did and what I can improve on. Maybe like, man, that was brutal. <laughs> I think parts of my last episode were a little brutal, so I do apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm brutal right now. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris Cluey was released. Um, I think they drafted another punter because he's got a lot of potential out of UCLA. Of course, that being Mr. Locke being brought in. Uh, Cluey, a bit controversial, a bit irritating, and didn't always listen to the directions from the coaches and such, and that's been going on for many years, so... Uh, I don't believe there's any type of conspiracy against him for political beliefs. That's my opinion. And uh, you're welcome to have yours. End of discussion (laughs) for that, of course, because there really wasn't not much of a discussion on there. Uh, No, there wasn't. There wasn't any. Hmm. Got to like that. (laughs) Uh, The design, well, uh, I posted... On the page, some guy named William Capel says, You wish? And I'm like, Wish what? No response. So whatever that was. I posted the uh, official picture on there. No idea what the guy's talking about and don't care. (laughs) Uh, I was looking for the thread. Here we go. It's very small. In fact, there was only one comment. But, uh, yeah, Todd Vandermey, though, out of Indiana, says, Looks nice, but no retractable roof. That's, That's a common complaint been going on about the new stadium. It's uh, very interesting. It's a very... It's not glass. It looks like glass. It's a clear substance that's stronger than glass, I guess. doesn't, like, shatter, because yeah, that would be quite a problem if it did, because, yeah, that would be quite a mess. Uh, quite a bit of glass, of course. <laughs> Half of the stadium, uh, you can see the sky. It's very cool. I actually really think it's neat. Uh, it's a bit strange, but it's artistic, 
Uh, Paul Caniff, that's of course a very close friend of mine. Some people call him Paul Tuniverse Caniff. Not sure if he wants me to call him that on here, but yeah, he really likes it. Paul's a, got an artistic type mind because it's obviously is not a standard stadium in terms of it's flat. It's very uh, well. There's a lot of slopes and such. A lot of people say that's because they want to avoid. Uh, they want the snow to slide off because, well, that would kind of defeat the purpose of having that uh, the sky view. You can call it. From the side and from the uh, the roof. Again, not all of the roof, 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 whatever you call it, uh, is clear. And not all of the sides are clear. But the sides uh, facing the skyline of Minneapolis are clear, which is totally, totally cool. I mean, it's just freaking awesome. And, of course, the doors are very high and can be opened on a nice October, September, whatever day. Maybe even November. Sometimes it gets real warm once in a while. Nice, wonderful day. You can open those up, so you do get an outdoor effect with that and such. You can feel the breeze coming in and smell the the autumn air. Ah, it's it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool in 2016. So, uh, yeah, the waiting game has begun with that. <laughs> but, no, um, yeah, it would defeat the purpose of having glass if it's covered in two feet of snow or something or, or six inches of snow, whatever you want to say. So, yeah, the slopes are there f- to hopefully make the snow fall off. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to get to earlier. Uh, this is, I think it's a, I think it's very nice. I think it's very cool, very exciting, very unique. You're going to see sunshine on the field. And you could actually you could actually see kind of a hint of that in the, in, in the Metrodome with the new roof. Unfortunately, that poor roof only got to be uh, in existence for three years for the Minnesota Vikings. Kind of a shame. 2011, when the Vikings were horrendous. 2012, when the Vikings were more fun and more competitive. Yeah, you got a bit of a sky view with that one. I mean, not really a sky view, but you got to see the sun shining in a little bit, which I really thought that was cool. It was kind of like almost like a hint of what there, what, what was to come, in, in a way. That poor roof, man. It's kind of sad. I mean, you know, $20 million, and it was actually really nicely done. And, yeah, very soon it's going to be demolished. Um, it's kind of sad in a way, but I guess it'll be replaced by a very beautiful roof. Yeah, it's going to be neat to see the sun shining in through those, those windows or whatever. I'm looking forward. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Um, and if you can afford the tickets, that's that's going to be nice as well. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's going to be cheap to be walking through those big doors. I can't can't, can't imagine that. can't imagine that. Uh, recent posts by others, not all so much. And again, I'm not too disappointed because I just can't expect 7 million people to be talking a lot. In fact, uh, there's a link... Adam B. Carlson posted a link on there. That's you're welcome to check that out. Not not a, uh, no not against posting links on my page necessarily. Uh, Dave Hickey had a lot to say to me. We had some private messages back and forth, and of course yeah, I was wondering where the heck is Joey? Where's Joey? You know, it's like is it still raining too much? Are you still behind with the lawns? What's going on? We you know we missed. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Dave Hickey. Very much appreciated. Very nice guy out of Iowa. Him and Mark Carlson, just two, just pillars of the Purple Mafia community, in my opinion, out of Iowa. And I'm sure other people's uh, opinions as well. And those of you out there, Malcolm, Anthony from L.A., you guys out there, hopefully you can come back soon. Todd as well, who from um, Indiana, very cool guys. And many others, come back. I miss you guys. Hopefully hopefully you'll be back soon once once there's some football going on. Uh, Dave saying, I'm so excited about the 2013 season. I think the defense will be awesome with several players entering contract years. Cook, that being, yep, Chris Cook, Jared Allen. 
Kevin Williams, who some people think is done. We'll see after this year. Uh, they are going to give us their best. Aaron Henderson wants to prove a point. Greenway is a pro bowler. Several rookies should play a huge this season. Floyd, Rhodes, and two Penn State linebackers, Maudie and Hodges. I think they're going to be real good. And there is talk about another Packer playing for us, Desmond Bishop. Because Now, this was posted on June 23rd. So, yes, Desmond Bishop. <laughs> that would make us a dominant defense. Competition in practice for playing time should make every player better and hard to make the decision on who to cut. I look for Harrison to dominate this year. He will be a ball hawk and will create a lot of turnovers for us. He should make the Pro Bowl. And again, that's another thing. That's another talker out there. Yeah, um, Harrison Smith is a legit Pro Bowl candidate this year. If, if all goes well and he continues to progress as a player... He's got a very, very bright future in this league. There is no doubt about it. Great, great comment there, Dave. Dave continuing on a new one here. Same day, actually. Yeah, he had a lot to say. He says, my opinion on the offense. So he went from defense to offense. (laughs) We have the MVP being Adrian Peterson, of course. And he is going into the season with more passion and drive than ever. He wants 2,500, that being yards. And I believe in him. Hmm. 2,500. That would not only break the record... It would shatter it. Uh, <laughs> I that would be that would be quite the feat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if that actually did happen, that really would. Uh, Ponder, he says, Ponder should improve a lot with Rudolph as his safety net, who I believe will have a breakout year. Greg Jennings and of course my guy Cordero Patterson should <laughs> that being me, of course should should be a huge improvement over last year's wide receiver crew, plus Joe Webb Simpson. Simpson and Wright are explosive, so there should be a lot more points scored this year. Heck, our kicker was a rookie and made the Pro Bowl. He makes 50 yarders like nothing. Ponder has to improve or he will be out. There won't be any excuses for him anymore. The O-line should be solid. Tight ends are real good. A whole group of weapons in the wide receivers and two backs that are Pro Bowlers with one of them a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Not being the fullback, of course, also as well. Like, yeah, obviously the Adrian Peterson is the freak of nature, but the other back, yeah, the fullback, of course, too. You know, outstanding player. Yes, he was last. He's a great fullback, and having a good fullback does help. And look look what happened. Uh, MVP Peterson, he's saying the passing game should improve a lot, and AP will have more running room when they back off to respect the pass. If the Vikings play that way, I think they can Without any major injuries, they will be scoring. They will be scoring a lot on both offense and defense, and the season could end with a championship. Skull Vikings. <laughs> well, I, we're going to give Dave Hickey gold star back-to-back episodes. <laughs> Welcome back to Gold Starland, Dave. Yes, sir, Mr. Dave from Iowa, Dave Hickey. Congratulations. In that category. <laughs> Mark Carlson with a bit to say on July 4th. He posted a... Yes, he uh, got his... Uh, got his uh, he got his uh, grain belt premium. <laughs> with the little Viking jersey around it. And his sandwich. Yes, his sandwich. We like to call it smoked turkey sandwich. <laughs> he says, happy July 4th to all my Viking friends at Pro Mafia. I am serving a home smoked turkey sandwich to my family and guests today. I toast Joey Weijen, show host, for putting together a great podcast for the 2012 season. I enjoyed every show. Hurrah. Please like and join me in this toast. Thank you so much, 
Mark, that's really cool of you. So that's a definite silver star. Definite at least silver star, if not gold. <laughs> yep, uh, Mark continuing saying, yeah, that was a yummy sandwich. And I saw Chris Carter on ESPN Live tonight. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, yep, yep. He and his companions were making predictions for the coming season, and they all agreed agreed that Green Bay would take the NFC North. <sighs> Spoiled my appetite. <laughs> Yeah, screw you, Chris Carter. <laughs> right? That's why I didn't make the Hall of Fame right away, because he's a jackass. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, I did. Okay, sorry, Chris. Now, I did meet him right before he became a Pro Bowl player back in 93. Greatest guy in the world. But, <laughs> and by all accounts, after that moment, he became the biggest jackass in the world. Or at least one of them. Yeah, there's other people that are worse, I gotta think. So, one of the greatest. One of the biggest. Uh, and that's unfortunate. He's not unfortunate. Mm. I did comment about the sun. Yeah, I've got to go back a bit here, slightly. I said how I was pretty amazing. Love, love the effect of sunlight shining inside on Sundays with Minnesota Vikings' new stadium, of course. Uh, Dave Hickey commenting on that. He says it's kind of a weird shape, but it's not the same old thing, which is nice. Thank God. It's not totally open air, because who wants to go freeze their butt off in November and December? Minnesota. In Minnesota, not this cat. Yep, totally hear you there, Dave. Man, it was cool, though. I mean, it is, yeah, I, that's a really neat look. I mean, I gotta tell you, that is neat to see the sun shining in there like that. I mean, it makes the place look a lot more alive than the plastic dome. Even with the new roof in the plastic dome. And boy, was that an improvement. Oh, my God, was that an improvement. Mm-mm-mm. So, thank you again, guys, for posting on the Facebook page. Don't forget, don't be afraid to come over and give it a like. Again, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. And, of course, at Purple Mafia Show for Twitter. Do give that a follow. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll get to the Viking topics at hand that already you have a pretty good idea what they are. I mentioned earlier, but we'll... Get more in depth with them. Just, just, just me and you talking, right? Just, just me talking to you, right? Yes, sir. So you can always talk again on the pay on the Facebook page and Twitter. All right, we'll be back right after this. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock 'em, sock 'em, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. Mafia, episode number 140, which is a reminder for all you MP3 player users out there. That includes the iPod with iTunes, Android devices with Double Twist, and also Windows phones as well. You simply search the store for Windows phones, search Purple Mafia on there, and there you go, rock and roll. You can get us immediately that way. You can also, don't be afraid to check out Timberwolves Explosion, 
myself and Marcus the Forecaster are very happy to bring that show to you. In fact, there's a very recent one out there. Dude, look that up on iTunes or thesportstuff.com or Brave the Wild for Minnesota Wild Hockey. Haven't made one of those in a while, but still a fun show to listen to. If you would so desire to do that, I will be coming out with State of the Wild 2013, hopefully soon here. I would like to anyway. Co-host has been uh, not been feeling well lately, and that's unfortunate. So, wishing Neil Thiesing the best if he's listening. He does listen to this show at times. Hopefully he's listening now. Shout out to you, Neil Thiesing. Neil Nate Doug Thiesing. Really hoping a speedy recovery. He's been going through some uh, tough times for the last year, year or so. Yeah, definitely keep him in your thoughts and prayers, ladies and gentlemen. Neil Nate Dog Thiesing. Yes, sir. So, yeah, the Minnesota Vikings had a huge, have had, have had a huge, huge hole at the linebacker position. And we didn't draft a linebacker. And a certain older guy from Chicago, from the Chicago Bears named Brian Urlacher, there was all these possibilities, and then it's just, okay, he retired. And it's like, okay, you know, at the same time, well, it was kind of a risky move for the Vikings anyway. He's on his last leg. He just finally announces his retirement. He says, enough's enough. I'm done. It's not, not worth it anymore. Brian Urlacher is done. So then we move to the other division rival. The guy with a uh, pretty nasty hamstring injury. Had to really go down in there, down to the bone with the surgery. A linebacker who's a lot younger. And claims he's 100%, and boy, when he's 100%, he is a 100% good player. <laughs> Desmond Bishop, at age 28, very likely will be the starting middle linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. Age 28, entering his prime, ladies and gentlemen. So now Aaron Henderson can move back to outside linebacker with Chad Greenway. That's a pretty good core. Uh, Aaron Henderson played fairly well last year as a starter. Very happy for him, and... Um, yeah, he doesn't have to be out of position now. You bring in Desmond Bishop, a legitimate linebacker. I mean, if he's healthy, if he's for real, whew, Vikings have a suddenly go from a unbelievably uh, thin linebacking court to a pretty deep one, actually, uh, in a lot of ways, because you got those. Now you don't have to have people out of position. And now those rookies from Penn State that Dave Hickey really likes and other people like as well can be depth pieces to this team special teams, and, of course, in-game situations as well. It will be very cool to see how things turn out there. It will be indeed. It's going to be nice. I'm looking forward to seeing the... I mean, this defense is going to be a lot better, like Dave was saying just recently. Desmond Bishop does bring a lot to the table if and when healthy. Former Green Bay Packer, of course, 6th round pick in 2007, 18th pick in the in the 6th round by Green Bay in 2007, of course, that's the first year I covered the Vikings. That year was on YouTube, and 08 on, it's been Purple Mafia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, quite the tackler is Desmond Bishop. Yes, he is indeed. Did not play in 2012, so another deal like just like John Carlson. Uh, did not play in 2011. Came to the Minnesota Vikings as a tight end. A nice addition. Uh, didn't do all that much last year. A lot of people do expect him to do more this year. Looking forward to that. Only one career interception for Desmond Bishop. Did get five sacks in 2011, though. Three in 2010. Had over 100 tackles in both of those years. Just a very, very talented individual. A legitimate guy. Kind of kind of developed the first three years of his career, but boy, 2010 and 2011 developed into a legit Pro Bowl 
potential linebacker in this league. He is 28 again, as mentioned. He will, unfortunately will be 29 on July 14th. So yeah, he's going to be a little bit closer to that magical age of 30 as we head into this season. In fact, just one year away from it. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> five years younger than me, born about uh, and, and about the same week there. I'm on July 29th. I'll be 34 already, guys. Yuck. Well, I was in my 20s when I started recording this show back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Sorry for the noise there. Uh, very exciting addition for the Minnesota Vikings, though. It's just, again, like I said, it looks like it will look like a thin linebacking court now. Suddenly feels like a deep one. It's It means a lot when you add a legit talent like that. And uh, welcome to the Minnesota Vikings, Desmond Bishop. Uh, he doesn't really enjoy talking about, oh, he went from Green Bay to Minnesota. Yeah, he sounded a bit annoyed at that when he was on the Paul Allen show uh, a couple of weeks back, a couple of Fridays ago. He sounded pretty irritated about that. Just kind of like, okay, that's the end of that subject. And I kind of don't blame him, but at the same time, it's like, geez, oh, geez, take it easy a little bit there. <laughs> Another linebacker, too, of note, Audie Cole, who was a solid special teamer last year. You do also still have Marvin Mitchell and Tyrone McKenzie to join uh, the bunch there. So it'll be nice. Uh, hopefully the two Penn State guys work out. Gerald Hodges, Michael Motti. Motti. Hopefully that does work out. Now, yeah, they were taken in the draft, but I mean, not high picks. Yeah, you know what I mean when I was talking about, oh, we didn't take a linebacker in the draft. It's like, yeah, we did, but lower picks. Yeah, more of depth, and maybe, maybe they shocked the world. Who knows? I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, go get them. Go get them, guys. It'd be nice to see a guy like Christian Ballard blow up, too, this year. Somebody like that. Maybe not blow up, but like kind of take a step forward. Everson Griffin, a big po- uh, possibility that Sharif Floyd cannot wait. Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to see what happens there. And, of course, you got Mr. Rhodes and the Josh Robinsons of the world and the Chris Cook. Chris Cook is absolutely going to have to step it up going into this year. Um... Yeah, uh, Josh Robinson ultimately will be. I mean, it, it's, it will be the slot corner, so he's going to be playing out of position a bit. He's a smaller guy taking over for Antron Winfield, who was a tackling machine. So it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out because you're talking about physical guys like uh, Percy Harvin and such. Josh Robinson is going to have to cover guys like that. Now the speed is fantastic, but the strength is could be an issue. The strength and leverage. Uh, where just Antoine Winfield owned people doing that. Because uh, not only does a slot receiver have to cover, or slot corner have to cover slot receivers like Percy Harvin, but they have to, you know, you want to hope that they can help out tackling running backs as well. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how Josh Robinson adjusts to this. And if he does adjust well to it, it's going to be really exciting. He said it's going to take some getting used to. So, well, yeah, there you go. Would have been nice to have a physical guy like Chris Cook play that position, but now he's tall. He's a corner. He's a he's a wide corner, so it's one of those things. You need him to guard the tall receivers, Rhodes as well. Xavier Rhodes, also a very tall and physical cornerback who is just was absolutely awesome in the mini camps in June. Awesome. I mean, they really, really, really are impressed with him coming in. So that's really good news for Minnesota <laughs> going into the season. Cordell Patterson, you know, he's a work in progress, but one of those high, one of those potential high-end type guys. Like if, if he works out, his ceiling is going to be insane. That's the good news about a Cordell Patterson, where if it works out, he will be awesome, like phenomenal in this league. The best, easily the best receiver in the draft, and who knows 
who knows beyond that. It's going to be awesome to see how the wide receiver core does as well. I mean, Josh Robinson, though, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a key. It's going to be a big key, and unfortunately, Seattle, a lot of people see them as a potential Super Bowl team with the likes of Percy Harvin. For his sake, hopefully leading the way. Unfortunately, Anton Winfield won't have to won't have to tackle Percy Harvin just like he didn't have to tackle Percy here because they're teammates again. Oh goody! So best best slot receiver in football and the best uh, slot corner in football. Woohoo! They stayed together and they went to Seattle and uh oh, <laughs> you know, uh oh. A lot of people think they could win the Super Bowl. I still think San Francisco is the team to beat. In the NFC, much to probably a lot of people's uh, chagrin, in, in a way, like they're probably like, "Yeah, right, it's Seattle, man. Come on." I don't really want to cheer for Seattle, though. I just, I, I can't do it. Can't do it. So now I was talking about uh, wide receivers briefly. This is going to be a shorter show, by the way, guys, because again, I'm bridging the gap, so to speak. It's, it's a shorter show to kind of get things going again. And boy, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this a lot. Again, this is a, this is a fun show. I'm having a lot of fun doing this, actually. Uh, wide receivers. It's, you know, we're all talking about Christian Potter, and he's the key coming into the year. Uh, luckily, he's got more weapons to throw the ball to. Now, Kyle Rudolph was a wonderful safety. He really was. <laughs> or, excuse me, wonderful tight end. What am I talking about? Yeah, safety net. That's what that's what threw me off. Safety net. Dave Hickey said that earlier. Uh, wonderful safety net for Christian Potter. Um... He just absolutely was fantastic. Uh, but now you add the likes of of Jennings. I almost called him Brandon Jennings. I'm going crazy here. I'm sorry, guys. Wisconsin, Brandon Jennings, Greg Jennings, yeah. Green Bay, Milwaukee, blah, blah, blah. Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah. Greg Jennings is coming to, I mean, Greg Jennings and Cordero Patterson being added to the mix. Very, very big additions to the receiving car. I mean, it's unbelievable. Hopefully a more focused and ready Jerome Simpson. It's going to be spectacular. It should be a confidence builder for Christian Potter going in. It, it absolutely should. There's no doubt about it. If Christian Potter fails this year, that's it. And, the, you know, uh, there should be absolutely no remorse to that because it's like, okay, here's the weapons. Here's the weapons. You have a running back to obviously get people to be more, uh, you know, to kind of stretch the field, so to speak, in terms of, I mean, obviously the quarterback's the one that stretches the field, but you know what I mean. Uh, obviously, they're not going to all go gunning for the quarterback because they got to worry about Adrian. But when they're worrying about Adrian, you got to worry about Greg Jennings and Patterson. Oh, because, you know, and that's great. you got more <laughs> options now making Ponder more dangerous if he can get the job done. He played great against Green Bay last year. He played great against San Francisco. If he can package together more consistency coming in, more good games together, this is going to be a great football team. They could be 12-4 and four and win the NFC North and make some noise. Maybe make it very, very interesting for the Seattles and San Franciscos. Maybe Minnesota is the third team, the third legit Super Bowl contender in the NFC behind Seattle and San Francisco. Maybe. Maybe even ahead of one of the two. But that's all yet to be determined. Mr. Christian Ponder... It's on Christian, guys. It's all on Christian. Adrian Peterson talking about 2,500, 3,000 yards, whatever. Um, I hope I hope he can do it, but there's a reason why it hasn't been done. And there's a reason why it hasn't been close, because it's a bit crazy. Uh, he's going to have to basically run for a touchdown, like, like tw- 25 times, like from like the, tw- you know what I mean, to get yards like that. 
it's going to be insane. He's going to have to run for a touchdown, like, from far away, you know, a long break loose. It's going to be very interesting to see how that turns out. So, yeah, I mean, this could be an awesome, awesome season for Minnesota. We, we hope it w- will be. Sorry for the noise again. Hope it will be. That was chair that's against the rules there sorry <laughs> i'm a bit going i'm a bit going crazy but burning the midnight oil like always and i'm having a good time here and i hope you guys are as well hope you guys are as well listening to this this could be a very exciting season for minnesota it could, it's a make or break it could be it's one of those crazy years where <laughs> it's one of those crazy situations where say like a stock is showing some uh it's showing a chance. It's showing uh, some volatility. Volatile. It's showing that it could be very volatile. It's one of those deals. Could go straight up. Could go straight down. I think the more likelihood of this thing going up is very much in play here. This could be an absolutely awesome season if Christian Ponder plays decently. He doesn't have to be great if he plays decently. Maybe like a twenty to twenty-five touchdown pass season, thirty-five hundred yards, a uh, reasonable amount of interceptions. Not. 38 of them, <laughs> you know, not constantly just running around and throwing the ball on the ground like he did most of last year. If he goes out there and has a respectable year as a quarterback, this could be a very, 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 very good team. Really looking forward to it. Really, really looking forward to the season. And there's no reason why he shouldn't be. It's going to be awesome. A lot of keys, though, like you said. You know, hopefully Desmond Bishop's health will be in play. Hopefully uh, Josh Robinson will be... Up to the challenge of the slot corner. Hopefully Chris Cook can not only stay healthy, but actually be a leader. To go from, like, the young, raw player that he was just recently, <laughs> to, like, going into last year, basically, the young guy who didn't get really a lot of playing time because of his off-the-field troubles, lost, like, pretty much the whole year, off-the-field troubles and injuries in his first and second seasons. It's just, like, it's, what the hell? He finally got to play a bit last year. Wasn't all too bad. Wasn't spectacular. Imagine him as a leader all of a sudden. Weird. Yeah, because Xavier Rhodes is rookie. Josh Robinson's a second-year guy who's going to get a lot of playing time and be a factor, hopefully. would like to see him go through some type of interception. <laughs> hopefully it's not the kind of gamble that gets you killed, but maybe it's something awesome that uh, takes the ball to the house because he was the fastest player in the entire 2012 draft was Josh Robinson. And, of course, you got uh, Harrison Smith. Oh, and you still got a little bit of an opening at the uh, the other safety, the free safety. Will it be Blanton this time around, who didn't get a lot of playing time last year? Will it still be Will it still be Sanford with Smith? Whew, that's a physical uh, safety core there. Smith was uh, Sanford was awesome last year. Jamarcus Sanford was awesome last year for the most part. Huge improvement. He he woke up. He absolutely woke up. Looked great. I mean, man, imagine the physicality of the Xavier Rhodes, Chris Cook. Harrison Smith and and uh, Jamarcus Sanford, who can hit people like crazy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun indeed. <laughs> Hoping for the best there, and it's going to be fun. So before I start rambling and rehashing things way too much, got to call it a night, guys. Thank you for thank you for listening. Hope uh, hope you weren't uh, hope you're not disappointed that the show isn't longer. But you know, I mean, there isn't like a ton of news. It's mostly like uh, again, like I said, bridging the gap. From May to, to to today and into next week. So training camp is coming up soon, guys. Training camp preview 2013, episode number 141 is next. <laughs> yes, indeed. Do remember to check out the, uh, the sportsstuff.com, the other great shows on there. Do <laughs> subscribe to me on iTunes if you haven't yet. 
Do like the Facebook page. Do follow the Twitter, Purple Mafia. Purple Mafia Show in both categories, at Purple Mafia Show for Twitter and, of course, the Facebook page. I've talked about it ad nauseum already. Okay, I'll say it one more time in case you're like, come on, see it. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Yep. All right, guys. And, again, the call-in line is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Don't be afraid to call. You're more than welcome to hop on board and talk with me in any way you can, Twitter, Facebook, or the call-in line. Thanks again, and we'll be back soon, very soon. Take care, everybody, and stay out of that doggone heat.